This is Aussie Mac Zone. We'll cover everything Apple, including Macs, iPhones, iPads, and more. All this from an Aussie perspective. Sit back, relax, insert yourself into the zone. The Aussie Mac Zone. So as I was loading this to check it out on Facebook, make sure that we're okay. Uh, it said, uh, science says that Freddie Mercury is the Science is that Freddie Mercury is the best singer of all time. <laughs> and so what I could say to that is that you can't argue with science. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're live and I'm just about to share it. Hello. Well, he's sharing away. Yes. Facebook is live. It is. We are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to show 322 Aussie Max Zone. It's another warm warm and delightful muggy day here and uh, we're doing this a little bit earlier because Zan was sick yesterday the poor little puppy dog I'm how are you I'm not great today but I'm here uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> um seem to catch a bug off uh, the kids I think and uh well I think the whole family's got it and, well, and now Michael <laughs> but uh, no other than that I'm fine so good I can't Sweet. complain. No one listens. That's right. Mm. We're not here to listen. No. <laughs> We're here to talk. That's right. We're here to tell you about what's going on in the Mac world this week. <laughs> IT Help to you and Aussie Tech Radio are helping us do that. So our Aussie Apple ramblings this week. Firstly, uh, congrats to Mac Break Weekly. Uh, another podcast. Been around for a long, long time. Seven, Hi, Kellyanne. Thanks for watching. 700 episodes. 700 so we've got sort of catching up to do we do we do i noticed uh we're at 322 yes three more will be at 325 and then we're almost at 350 yes it doesn't take long well, no it doesn't <laughs> they oh, just keep knocking over oh, that's the important bit it is now this story those apple keyboards horrendous screenwriting oscar winner slams macbook keyboards oh wow so cinema 5d tells us director Tayaka Waititi won his first Oscar for the best adapted screenplay for his movie Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard good things about this movie, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm dying to see it. It looks hilarious. <laughs> he used the opportunity to complain to journalists about how Apple messed up the keyboard with its recent MacBooks. Apple's butterfly keyboard design used in MacBooks since 2015 has not been overly popular among Apple's customers. <coughs> Pardon me. And now the company seems to finally understand that as the new 16-inch 2020 MacBook, what's well a 2019 MacBook anyway, does not have this type of keyboard anymore. Takar Waitauti, also known as Takar Cohen, comes from the east coast of New Zealand. He's been involved in the film industry for several years, initially as an actor, and now focusing on writing and directing. Takar became a blockbuster director with his film Thor Ragnarok Which he also starred in as one of the funny uh, monsters that escapes with Thor in the, in the yeah. movie with the Hulk and everything like that he did it with the Kiwi accent. Great. <laughs> He's also in a, done some stuff with um, Jermaine from the Flood of the Concords with um, uh, In the Shadows, I think it's called, yeah. where the vampires and the Kiwis and they're going out. And, <laughs> and very good. He's very, very funny. Um, I can see why they used him for, well, um, was it, uh, was it, what's his, Star Wars, um, 
yeah, I can see why George Lucas has used him. I can see yeah. why Marvel has used him. Uh, so him criticising Apple um, is a big thing because you know he's, he's one of the men of the moment. So yeah. yeah, and he's obviously done a lot of writing. He and definitely knows, has knows the feeling of the keyboard. Yeah, and it's amazing. Like you get up in front of all these journalists and just say, "What about your Oscar? What about?" And the first thing he says is, "The Apple keyboards are crap." Yeah, maybe he obviously wants them to pay attention. Yeah, I think so. Um, now, when asked what he thought sh- writers should be demanding in the next round of discussions with producers, uh, he said, Apple needs to fix those keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least so, we know he's using Apple products, which yeah. is fantastic. And if he needs a better keyboard, then Apple should do it. Now, another story. Router lifetime on the box in the UK. So, routers sold in the UK will have to... Uh, have their support lifespan included hey, writing on the box. Thanks for watching. I think this was talked about on Relay on a Relay FM podcast during last week. I listened to a couple of theirs. I would like to see that on every tech product. Apple's current standing on this is basically they will support a product for, for seven years, but not sure where it's actually written down. So yeah, you know, if you know that your router that you get from Optus or whatever yep. is going to be supported by the manufacturer not by Optus for mm-hmm. however long then you've got no yeah you know, that's that's great and that way you can when you're out buying a router you can say well they're only going to support it for five years they're going to support it yeah for ten I'm yeah. going to buy this one exactly you know? right so well if you're you know with uh, one of the companies that I've about dealt with their routers probably last about I don't know four months and then they yeah. send you a new one <laughs> <laughs> so, cheaply made cheaply made yet so I'd like to see that on every product in Australia that'd be awesome yep so. now Apple's free to learn code sorry free Apple's free learn to code Swift playground sandbox arrives on Mac so awesome it is it's really good software yeah the Verge reports nearly four years after it launched as an iPad exclusive in 2016 Apple's Swift Playgrounds app is now available for Mac as part of Apple's Catalyst app initiative designed to help keep, sorry, help bridge the software gap between Mac OS and iOS. The free app cleverly disguised as a video game teaches kids and adults <laughs> how to use Apple's Swift programming language and, and to may, maybe build apps of their own. Now that it's on a Mac, it might be easier for kids to publish those Swift apps too. They can now use those skills on the same laptop they need for the company's Xcode software. Xcode isn't available on the tablets Mm -hmm. as yet. As yet, yeah. Yeah. Now, Apple's product page also says your code will seamlessly move from iPad to Mac as you write it, and the new app comes with a few Mac-exclusive features, like the option to drag and drop snippets of common code directly into your lesson with your mouse or trackpad. Excellent. According to 9to5Mac, it also has support for the MacBook Pro's touch bar, but they won't say how it might help. Now, while I was researching this, uh, I found out that Parrot Drones and the Sphero Spark Plus and the Lego Mindstorms can also be controlled by programs that you're writing in Swift. Awesome. So, yeah, you can write... Um, so this, does this mean you could literally write a whole sequence and then... Get the drone to fly it. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. So, where, 
where I can see this sort of thing as an example, um, one of the guys I listened to who is actually a, a proper film guy, so he he probably already he already had a program for this, but yeah. his parents run a golf club. Yeah. And so he wanted to take drone footage of the golf course. Yeah. <laughs> So you could lay it out and say, all right, I want it to go from there to there. And we know that's 110 yards. Yep. And we know that's 450 yards for yep. hole two. And hole three is 350. And you could say, all right, I want it to go from there to there, across to there, up there. Fantastic. So, yeah. And, you know, all the things you could do with that. Yeah, well, that's, that's, well, that's what I thought and too. And also and learning. It also would be cool to play with, like, for... Um, you know, delivering things, um, even just for fun. Yeah. You know, like you could send your mate, you know, wrap up a bag of lollies or whatever with your mate, program it in and fly it over, bring yeah. it down, it'll drop it. Fly, fly, fly it across fly it the road. Yeah. Yeah, I had a mate lived across the road, a mate lived behind me. Yeah. Yeah, you could fly it from, from your yeah. place to his place. Yeah, yeah, just doing silly stuff even, yeah. you know, like yeah. playing pranks on each other. So, so that's really that's really cool. Yeah, you can have heaps of fun. Yeah, that's excellent. Now Aussie Tech Radio. Yeah. Uh, now don't forget on that radio at the moment, ETFM the podcast, two blokes talking tech, audio yeah, pizza. pizza. Oh, I could go for pizza now, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> Geeks interrupted. Aussie Max Zone, whoever they are. Mm. Aussie Tech Heads. Two sexy men. Enjoy that much. <laughs> tech Tech webcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's not been up, for, but he reckons he's coming back. So keep an eye out for tech webcasts. That's the advantage of actually just leaving them in your, um, leave your subscriptions in the background. Even if you you go, oh, there's nothing there this week. Yeah. It'll actually every now and again they pop them in. Yeah. Not only this one, but some other ones. And yeah. yeah. And there's also vertical hold too. So remember. I've done that with a lot of my actually my podcast. Yeah. I just sort of leave them alone, and then I'll come to them and say, oh, do you still want to? Listen to this, I'll say yes, yeah. and then I'll bring up the latest sort of things. And um, I did that with Chris Hardwick actually because I sort of, you know, got into some other stuff. I was listening to some more sciencey things, and not so yeah. much comedy and and talk show. And I thought, oh, I wanted, I wanted to laugh at something. And I mm-hmm. thought, oh, I'll see what Chris is doing, and brought it up. And yeah, there you go. He had a really cool interview with Rob Zombie of all people. Yeah. Actually, it turns out he's really good friends with him. And um, <laughs> just yeah. like that, yeah. yeah and it, it was a great interview, and um, they had so many laughs. It was fantastic <laughs> talking about his movies and his music, and yeah, excellent. So that, that is there is a good reason yeah. to keep him on in the background. Yeah, AussieTechRadio.com. Yep. And we got any gaming, bro? We do have some gaming this week, so I want to start about uh, talking about Cards of Darkness, an epic oh, card hey. adventure. Card yeah. of Darkness. Cards, isn't it? Cards no, of Darkness. Card of Darkness. Card of Darkness. Because I looked it up after you wrote uh, Cards. Oh, did I couldn't find it. <laughs> sorry to. Sorry no, 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 look, that's it. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. All right. <laughs> so it's in the um, arcade. It's Card of Darkness, an epic card adventure. This game is awesome. You need to sort of choose the best way uh, through the level by playing the cards in front of you. If you play one side to side, you have to play each card. As soon as you touch one, you need to finish that game. Uh, so you've got to find the direct path either out or play all cards if you'd like to gain more power, more money, more, you know, that sort of stuff to get out of it. It's normally, so, so far I'm up to uh, where you're playing three levels per castle uh, with the... Uh, cards and the monsters and your 
you know, you've really got to think about what you're doing, really. Like, because if you don't work out a strategy, you can run out of power, you run out of swords, you can run out of points and die really quickly and quite easily. Uh, so it really sucked me in. Um, I, I loved it. Uh, I couldn't get enough of it. I played it for ages, probably way too long, uh, to the point where Kalan was like, aren't you meant to be writing... Uh, reviews on this game not playing the game I'm like oh yeah I am but I'm doing some <laughs> extensive research um, <laughs> because that, it was really good and I, uh, I, I'm keeping it uh, normally you know, I'll play a game if I like it I, I keep it if I don't I delete it straight out of my, my arcade selection I only have a few in that selection uh, because I'm quite picky because you know it's you know, sort of taking up um, data that is important to me so, uh, but this one will definitely be a keeper. Um, so, I really liked the, the game because it was sort of old school. Uh, going through the levels, you beat them up, you, you pass the next one. It, even though it's not like Mario Brothers or anything like that, it sort of, it sort of had that feeling. And um, so, yeah, it, it was great. Um, I really liked it. I think everyone should check it out. Um, there's notes for this on there as well about what I said, um, talked about. Um, I think I gave it... Now, sorry, I need to read my notes. I <laughs> gave it a four out of five apples. That's how much I liked it. I don't really give, you know, sort of big high points on, on games a lot because they, they really need to sort of grab me. And uh, yes, but I gave this a four out of five apples because I'll definitely be playing it again. Uh, game two is Hogwash. It's a multi. Uh, talk about the game. That just. Oh, sorry. Thought you were saying Hogwash. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh, bad dad humour. <laughs> uh, Hogwash is a multiplayer barnyard bedlam. Now, though this game looks like a, a ton of fun, it was hard to control. Uh, I, I tried to play it on the phone. Um, if I would have had maybe. Human hands? Yes. <laughs> um, I tried to play it on my phone. It was hard to control. Uh, sort of ran around everywhere and you're trying to move the guy. So you, you got it and you're trying to you know, do this with it. and It, it, so it didn't work for me. Uh, could have Maybe it works for somebody else. You know, I know your kids now are, are better at this sort of stuff than I am. Uh, but I would have really liked to have had a chance to play uh, Apple TV with it on Apple TV um, with a controller because uh, that's where my forte is uh, you know, I'm a console gamer um, I, I think it would have been excellent then. <laughs> and then again it's just a little silly fun and you can either be play the pig which is you know, you're running around muddying up everything and you got certain sections that you muddy up and if you can beat the farm hand uh, from cleaning you and yeah, you win or you can play as the farm hand and vice versa, if you can clean the pig and stop them from dirtying things up, then you win. Uh, I know it sounds really simple, uh, and, and it is, but it was funny, you know, like you chase the pig around and, or, you know, or you run away from a farmhand and it seemed good. Um, so I didn't get to play it properly, and which is a shame, so I'm definitely going to revisit this one on the big screen. So I'm not going to give it a rating at the moment until I get a chance to play with a controller and with Apple TV. Mm -hmm. and then I'll get back to it and let you know what I think. Excellent. Yeah, it was, so, yeah. Yeah, we don't have actually any entertainment this week. 
really. So, um, now, reminder, we are brought to you by IT Help to You at ithelptoyou.com.au. So. Uh, actually, um, entertainment. Okay. Um, this isn't Apple related. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, I watched all of uh, The Good Place oh, yeah? uh, on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I watched the last episode last night. And I sort of went off it and was watching a lot of horror stuff and everything as I do because I, I love horror. Um, and then I came back to it because I needed a laugh and I wanted to watch a bit of comedy. And so I went back to The Good Place thinking, oh, no, I'll watch one or two episodes and give me a laugh and everything. I ended up watching two whole seasons. <laughs> um, and it was amazing. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, the ending is beautiful. Uh, it was funny it was uh, well written and I think it is definitely worth the watch worth the watch I think everybody should check it out So no, it's the, I think that's available on iView as well uh, on iView is it? Yeah. oh well oh, was it iView or SBS? iView I iView it's on ABC sure it yeah. awesome so there you go guys if you don't have Netflix uh, you can't afford that it's also on iView ABC I'm pretty sure it is yeah yeah uh, which is Great. That's I where know, I've, I've watched it. Yeah, sure I know that uh, Netflix and ABC actually had a deal, so mm-hmm. they were. Um, what is it? They were doing uh, Monkey Magic, mm-hmm. a reboot of Mon- Monkey Magic together. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I know they did that, and I know that. So they played a lot of uh, the cartoons that Netflix made on ABC and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, so there you go. So check it out. The Good Place. Excellent. Hey, Kenny. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Tim and Vanessa. Hey, Tim and Vanessa. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, now, one other thing uh, that's just come through. Yeah. So, this is an investor update on your quarterly guidance from Apple. Yeah. Um, as the public health response to COVID-19 continues, our thoughts remain with the communities and individuals mostly most deeply affected by the disease and with those working around the clock to contain its spread and to treat it treat the ill. Apple is more than doubling our previously announced donations to support this historic public health effort. Excellent. So uh, in the guidance, the first is that worldwide iPhone supply will temporarily be constrained, which is because there's no one at work making them. Yeah, so that, that's, that's fine. Enough, yeah. yeah. Uh, and while our iPhone manufacturing partner sites are located outside Hubei province, and while all these have opened, they are ramping up slowly uh, because they're also making masks yep. as well. So, oh, and it reminds me, I've got another story about a mask. Um, yeah, the health and well-being is more important than anything. So, uh, the second is that demand for our products within China has been affected. Uh, all the, the stores in China and many of our partner stores have been closed. Additionally, stores that are open have been operating at reduced hours and with very low customer traffic. And we've seen it on yeah. TV yeah. where there's nobody walking in the streets, nobody yeah. driving around. Yeah. Uh, outside of China, customer demand across our product and service categories has been strong. Uh, the situation is evolving and we'll provide more information during our next earning call. Apple is fundamentally strong. Absolutely. Uh, and this direct business is only temporary. So... Our first priority now and always is the health and safety of employees, supply chain partners, customers, and communities. Fantastic. So, yeah. So well, that's that, well done, Apple. Of, yeah, that's just yeah. just come through recently. 
Hey, Kenny, are uh, you still making music, mate? And if you are, are you using Apple um, products? Because um, if you are, I'd love to talk to you about it. Maybe <laughs> I could uh, come over and uh, chew your ear off and... Uh, or come in, do an interview. Yeah, come in, do an interview. I can come to you or you can come to me, whatever. We can do it wherever yeah. you like and uh, do a video, film it, do an interview and uh, talk about your music, talk about the stuff you're using to make it. So if you are, hit me up. Uh, just send me a personal message on Facebook or yeah, an email um, yeah. to Aussie Maxo. Thanks, man. So um, I've personally, mm -hmm. uh, with the Photos app, uh, had an issue come back. Yeah. So I'm sure it was in the beaters earlier on. Yeah. And now we're, we're, and it came, I'm pretty sure it came back with the last update to 13.4. Is that right? Thirteen point three point whatever. Anyway, um, where when you take photos, they don't go into sequence. They're all like to be, you know, uh, image underscore one two seven four, image underscore one six eight three, image underscore one five nine two, image underscore you know seven eight six. Yeah, and that's all right when you're looking through the images because blah blah blah. Yeah. But when I when I airdrop those images from my phone to my Mac to put them in the insurance reports, yeah, it means I instead of doing like five photographing five machines that are damaged and then putting that on the phone, I've got to do one at a time because they're all when you move them across to the Apple to to the laptop, they're all out of sequence. Yeah. So I don't know whether that insurance forms with that computer or yeah. So very annoying, and it it was early on and went away, but now it's come back. So if we can work out what's going on, I did send a, a bug report to Apple. Yep. Um, but yeah, if you're experienced that too, yeah, it's just um, one of those things. Excellent. Oh, cool. Okay, that's great, man. Yeah, we would um, yeah, message me and we'll we'll definitely be in touch and we'll we'll sort something out. Yeah. Cool, man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. So. Yeah. Now. Another how-to I got sorted this week, it's taken me a while to work this one out, is, so I've got, um, my lounge room light comes on at sunset. Yep. Well, so it used to come on at, like, when it, as soon as it got to 50, as soon as it got to sunset, it'd come on 50%. Yep. Which is a big bang when you're actually sitting yeah. there eating your dinner or something, it's boom, that's yep. 50%. Um, so, it's a bit how you going but it works now so half half uh, 25 minutes before sunset comes on it I'm, I'm going to change again but it comes on at 10 percent then five minutes later goes to 20 percent five minutes later to 30 percent five minutes later 40 percent five minutes later to 50 percent and then goes to 60 percent so it just comes on jump 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 the early ones you can't see the jump but the later ones you can definitely see it goes from so I'm, what I'm thinking of doing is making it so it's only come on at 40% anyway yep. and just spreading, but keeping the time and instead of going up in 10% increments, going up in, say, 5% increments. Yeah. Um, G'day, Curtis. G'day, Sean. Yeah. So, but I had to make, um, I had to make different scenes. So I made it like a 10% scene, a 20% scene, a 30% scene, a 40%, 50% scene, a 60% scene. Yeah. And then you introduce those... All right, so this one comes on at sunset. Yeah. Then it activates 
the next one five minutes later, and then that one activates the next one five minutes later, that mm. one accident. So, by the way, he hasn't just got his lights run <laughs> by this, so almost the whole house is run like this. <laughs> but yeah, it's just getting that one light to come on slowly yeah. at sunset, like before sunset. Yeah, cool. We said about, but that's how that's how I had to do it. it was so, so you've got it in time increments. Yes, yeah. slowly getting brighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's really cool. It just means you've got a lot of a lot of scenes at the top of your home kit yeah. page for that room. You know. T- I've got, you know, sunset 10, sunset 20, sunset 30, sunset 40, yeah. sunset 50. So you've got all of those scenes at the top. But yeah, it worked. That's taken me a while to work out, so I'm very, very happy. <laughs> That's really cool. Uh, yeah, hi, Curtis. Kenny, thank you for getting in touch that way. Now, what was another one? Um, 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 That's last. Come on. Here we go. Yeah, Gmail for iOS adds attachment support for Apple's File app. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Slasky reported Google is making it easier for Apple mobile device owners to attach files to emails using their iPhone or iPad. In an announcement this week, Google's <coughs> pardon me. Google said that it added support for Apple's File app for Gmail on iOS and iPadOS. This means you'll be able to directly attach files from the app using the Gmail app. The change is rolling out now in Gmail to all Gmail users on iOS. Apple mobile device owners have a number of file apps to choose from, including the excellent documents by Readle. Some people prefer to stick with Apple's own file app. However, perhaps in an effort for keeping everything neatly organized until now, that was a problem for Gmail users who regularly attach and set files uh, using their phones. Now, in a blog post on Wednesday, Google announced it had started rolling out support for Apple Files app uh, to all Gmail iOS users uh, on February 12. It may take a couple of weeks for this feature to arrive with everyone, so remain patient if you're not seeing it uh, in, in the support. This is great. Yeah, this yeah. is so good. Now, here's an interesting thing. Um... Just before I do this one, another coronavirus thing that came up this week is there's a company. Uh, you've seen the clear face masks that people yep, yeah, wear, yeah, yeah. and and, and um, also people are wearing. Sorry, guys, if we're glistening again, like yeah, you know, teenage vampires, um, <laughs> it's because it's really hot in, the, in our studio. Yes, I um, say studio, but I mean bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a mob because everyone's have to wear face masks. Yeah you can't open your phone. Mm. So there's a mob that are actually printing face masks. Oh, so they've got your face on it. Yeah, so, so the, it's got the bit that's missing so that you can just hold up and it's got your face on it and apparently they've got it working. So oh. that was one of the stories I read last night. That's fantastic. <laughs> now, the coronavirus... I, I want sorry. one. I want yeah. one and I don't even have a corona. <laughs> I mean, I have coronas. <laughs> <laughs> now, the coronavirus cruise... Uh, in Japan, the one that's stuck there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody, every room on the cruise for the staff and the uh, travellers yeah. are going to get uh, an iPhone. So that's 2,000 iPhones are being deployed to everyone stuck on board. 9 to 5 tells us, in a more curious example of how iPhone is involved with the, the outbreak, the Japanese Ministry of Health is set to hand out over 2,000 phones to passengers stuck on board a princess cruise near Japan. Reported uh, by Makatakara, 
Japan is giving out the phone so that there'll be one unit of phone per cabin uh, yeah. for passenger and crew rooms. The reason for handing out the iPhones with SoftBank service is to give passengers access to the Japanese Ministry of Health app that will allow passengers on the cruise ship to chat with a doctor. Fantastic. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's really, 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 really cool. So far, over 100 people on the ship have been quarantined since last week and have confirmed to have the virus. And it's probably 200 people now because I know yes. also heard it. Yeah. The reason that passengers would need an iPhone given to them to access the health app is that many wouldn't download it from the App Store or Google Play Store because they're registered in a different country. So yep. you can't get that Ministry of Health app unless right, you're yep. a Japanese phone, of course. Yep. That makes sense. So it seems likely the passengers will have to return the phones at some point, but considering the contagious scenario involved here, who knows? Imagine if they've just got a brand new iPhone. No, that's fine, Kevin. <laughs> well, they've just been stuck in Japan, haven't they? And yeah. They're cranky with Japan for not letting them do things. <laughs> but you can understand, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, like, I wouldn't I'm let sorry, them do anything yeah. either. Like, we didn't. We didn't let the people in. No. And they've actually, like the ones, the Americans, um, they picked up, uh, you know, 14 people or something yeah and six of them were found to be sick yeah and there was another one where one uh, when they were boarding the plane or something there was another person got sick on some some other um, but yeah so it's still a battle for everything now malware threats on Macs outpace Windows for the first time ever oh wow so um, I've heard some more background to this story since since I've read this story but we'll go Go start off. So Gizmodo reports it's generally accepted Macs are safer um, and less malware prone than Windows. Well, not anymore, and that's a bit of clickbait. A new report says that for the first time ever, Mac-specific threats outpaced PCs by the rate of two to one in 2019. The report comes from Malwarebytes, an antivirus software maker. And in its 2020 State of Malware report, the firm says it found the, <coughs> pardon me, the volume of Mac threats increased year over year by more than 400%. While it attributes some of that number to a larger Mac user database, the company calculated the number of threats per endpoint on both Mac and Mac OS and Windows. The results in 2019, the company detected an average of 11 threats per Mac endpoint compared to 5.8 threats per Windows. Uh, That's compared, insane. I can't believe that. But um, now, as for a reason behind the drastic um, <laughs> increase, oh, Malwarebytes magic, magic television <laughs> says it's likely due to increased market share. But um, so what I've actually heard, because it's to do with potentially unwanted programs, which they call pups for some reason. So. Um, According to the Thank report, you, I am fantastic <coughs> and helpful. Thank you. Mac threats also different significant from those faced by PCs. While Windows machines are more likely to face traditional types of malware, which are you know lock your machine, yep. force you to pay money to get your machine unlocked. Um, Mac threats are adware and uh, the unwanted programs. Now, the latter mostly consists of cleaning apps like Mac Keeper, which is just crap. Yeah. And Mac Booster, uh, and I feel sorry for Mac Keeper because it was a real one, and then it got taken over by yeah. anyway. Uh, on the adware side, New Tab topped the list. New Tab is an adware family that redirects 
browser searches to earn illicit affiliate revenue and is often spread via fake flight or package tracking, fake maps and face directions. Overall, adware and pups are considered less dangerous than traditional wear, uh, but it says that they're... He asked does clean... Uh, was it clean my Mac work well? Yeah. Which one? Clean, clean my, my Mac. Mac, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that should be fine. Um, but the issue also is what they're counting as malware is... Um, when you keep getting ads and ads and ads and ads yeah. and ads, that sort of thing, yeah. um, which isn't necessarily malware, but it's just the way that it's you know, these websites are operating now. Um, there was 24 million detections on PCs. That's an increase of 13% uh, and 463% for businesses. Also, seven out of the top 10 consumer threats were some sort of adware variant. So... Yeah. So just be aware. Yeah. Now the main thing I can tell people is don't click on anything. Yeah. If it says you need to install software to see this picture, don't do it. Do another search on Google for some for the same picture, but find it somewhere else. That's right. Like, There's always Pornhub people. Like, it's <laughs> just. <laughs> It's amazing what happens. Like it's just don't click on anything you don't know what it is. Yeah. If you don't know what it is, then don't click on it. So yeah, it's the way they've reported it is it hasn't really gone up. It's just more people are aware of it. I think. Yeah. Like, I think that's gonna. Sorry. Yeah. So um, yeah, pl- please just be aware. Just think about what you're doing. That's the, the basically that's the biggest thing I can tell people is yeah. stop and think. Absolutely, it's really important. Don't just keep clicking. The li- for the life of your any of your electronic products that, that you're using, yeah. you really need to be careful on what you're what you're browsing, what you're clicking, things like that, because it, it can happen so quickly. Yep. Now, uh, now I have had one customer. Now she got a phone call. Uh, saying, oh, this is, you know, this is the NBN. We need access to your machine to make sure everything's all right. Not thinking. She goes, yeah, okay, blah, blah, blah. And then just watch the money f- coming out of a bank account. Yeah. That's how easy it is. Yeah. Ten, ten grand later. Yeah. So, yes. And we need help from the government for that as well. Uh, what was that? Someone reading up and saying that, oh, you've got a bill. You need to pay it. If they won't give you their full name and who they work for, Hang up. Yeah. Because it's a scam. Yeah. It just when they say it's yeah. whoever it is, BHP yeah. or whatever, so right, I'll ring BHP back. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's like that. People can, like we talked about, spoof numbers, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, be aware. Just you have to, it's so bad these days, just stop and think. Yeah, it just needs that bit of adware come up, take over your browser. Yeah. And you know, that web page that it's not your fault, it's not the actual page fault. Um, well, it can be the page's fault, but yeah. <laughs> so, show promotion. Don't forget, we've got a link each week when you upload the show. Yep. The link this week being aussiemaxzone.com.au forward slash AMZ322. Now, there you'll see the last six weeks' show notes. 
You can email Zan at AussieMaxzone.com.au or Michael at AussieMaxzone.com.au. Spotify, just search for Aussie Maxzone. Google, you search for Aussie Maxzone. Apple News, you search for Aussie Maxzone. Apple Podcasts, you search for Aussie Maxzone. Yeah. But thanks to our sponsors this week being... That's it. And remember, an apple a day keeps the androids away. See you later, guys. Oh, wrong hand. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get this camera thing right one day. <laughs>